Hello, I am Dr. Shridhar Tomani, Consultant Interventional Cardiologist at Arun Tagore Hospital, Kolkata. So today I will be discussing in short about hypertension, covering its major aspects. See, hypertension is basically elevated blood pressure, and it is uh, divided into two types mainly: systolic hypertension and diastolic hypertension. If you go by the blood pressure, if the higher blood pressure, that is, we denote a blood pressure suppose by one twenty by eighty like that, and if the upper one upper value is increased we call it a systolic hypertension if the lower value is increased we call it a diastolic hypertension and this there can be a elevation of both the systolic and diastolic value there can be an elevation on of the systolic value only that particularly occurs in the elderly people which we call isolated systolic hypertension in the young people we sometimes have only elevation of the diastolic value which we call isolated diastolic hypertension and another classification of the hypertension is based on its value if it is less than 140 by 90 we call it normal more than 140 by 90 we gradually classify it as hypertension stage 1 up to 160 by 100 then hypertension stage 2 up to 180 by 110 and if it is more than 180 by 110 we call it a uh, stage 3 hypertension or sometimes resistant hypertension based on certain other factors and uh, if you go by the etiology we call, we divide hypertension into primary or essential hypertension where we do not find an exact cause behind the hypertension that is basically familial uh, to some extent gene influenced and uh, no other secondary cause Uh, is is uh, uh, found in such cases uh, and in the secondary hypertension which accounts for around 10% of the cases we have uh, secondary causes like thyroid hormone problems like corticosteroids hormone problem adrenal problems sometimes we have renal artery or kidney disease so there are so many causes i won't go into the details now how to diagnose this condition is obviously by measuring blood pressure which is mostly done in the clinic by the doctor or the paramedical staffs now there are certain points which are to be noted during this measurement of blood pressure and frankly speaking these are not followed in most of the centers because of our busy opds so the patient has to rest for 30 minutes before measuring blood pressure the patient should sit comfortably without crossed legs the hand where you are measuring the bp should be uh, placed comfortably on a table supported it has to be at the level of the heart and then the speed of elevating the inflating the cuff the speed of deflating it there are so many parameters to be looked into which the physicians are aware of but sometimes because of the busy schedule it is not possible so nowadays we stress much more on home recording of blood pressure or ambulatory blood pressure monitoring which can be done out of the clinic so the patient will measure his or her bp in the home itself and we will make an average of certain values over 7 days or there will be an abpm machine uh, attached to the arm which will keep measuring the blood pressure every 30 minutes throughout the day and we will average out the bp and find out whether the patient is having systolic or diastolic hypertension now this is important because only one single recording does not always portray the exact physiological uh, abnormality that is going on inside the patient may be in stress the patient may 
may be anxious the patient may have come to your chamber with a, in a hurry uh, or the patient may have smoked 5 minutes back so this can influence your blood pressure in the chamber and can falsely lead to a diagnosis of hypertension so this is very important for the common people as well as the physicians to understand that your measurement should be accurate and should be an average of several recordings so that is a very important aspect of diagnosis and then obviously hypertension is a very very uh, morbid disease it can lead to different complications it can add on to morbidity and mortality and currently as you know that uh, across the world india is gradually becoming the capital the cardiovascular disease capital of the world and many many such cases are uh, caused by elevated blood pressure or hypertension and it accounts for almost 50-60% of the cardiovascular disease burden and uh, the more important or the more uh, fearful picture is most of such cases are not properly recorded not properly diagnosed nearly 60% of the patients suffering from hypertension are not yet diagnosed so the patients do not know their diagnosis and even much much less percentage out of those they are being adequately treated so it's not about prescribing a molecule and then forgetting it it has to be adequately followed up adequately treated otherwise hypertension will lead to renal compromise kidney diseases it will lead to heart failure it will lead to hypertrophy it will lead to heart attacks it can lead to very deadly complication that is strokes hemorrhagic or ischemic strokes so there can be deadly consequences of this hypertension and accordingly it has to be urgently diagnosed and treated its diagnosis i have already discussed in a nutshell we also do some basic investigations like ecg echocardiography some blood parameters because many a times we find hypertension co-associated with diabetes dyslipidemia thyroid abnormalities so only treating hypertension will not suffice you have to treat those comorbidities as well now coming in short about the management very important is lifestyle management your diet your salt restriction your fat restriction and obviously some exercises which you need to do uh, like we recommend 30 minutes or up to 30 to 45 minutes uh, of uh, regular walk uh, at least five days a week so these are the lifestyle changes you need to do and then then comes the cessation of smoking habits cessation of alcohol cessation of other Uh, other i mean addictions and uh, obviously reducing obesity is very important then we come to drugs there are so many drugs broadly we have the angiotensin receptor blockers or the uh, ace inhibitors like the commonly prescribed telmisartan olmisartan those group of drugs and out of them telmisartan is most commonly prescribed because it has enough ample evidence of benefit mortality and morbidity benefit in heart failure in post mi situation in coronary artery disease so probably telmisartan is one of the most commonly prescribed drugs and then we have other groups like the calcium channel blockers the amlodipine the selenodipine recently because amlodipine has some problem of pedal edema which or which can be taken care by the other groups like selenodipine or um, benedipine group of molecules which has some Uh, renal protection as well so these are these are some of the things and the uh, beta blockers uh, obviously was initially preferred but now with this beta blockers is not included in the in the first line management obviously it is used as an add on uh, in certain resistant cases
So obviously that will bring us to the last part that is resistant hypertension. There are certain cases where after using three or more group of antihypertensive molecules, we, we are still unable to control the blood pressure. And such cases are called resistant hypertension where we need obviously to become, I mean, to treat much more aggressively with some modern therapies like we have renal denervation nowadays. We have some baroreceptor stimulation therapies. We have certain sympathetectomy, I mean, surgical procedures to reduce the blood pressure, to reduce the sympathetic tone. And uh, we, we have many second or third line drugs like the plezocines, the clonidines, the alpha-1 receptor blockers. Uh, we, we can use those molecules, but obviously this is not an over-the-counter drug. So you need to consult cardiologists and you have to undergo many investigations before you prescribe or you go to those second or third line drugs because they also have a lot many side effects. So this is all about hypertension in a, in a very short uh, nutshell, but uh, the, the ultimate message is uh, you have to diagnose hypertension very early, you have to treat it very early, and then obviously you can prevent a lot many complications. Thank you.